If you're listening, you know who you are. I was at an event yesterday in Singapore, which took place in a golf club. It wasn't a golf game because I don't play golf. And one of the recurring themes at that event, but also in so many countries, is how some don't have enough land for solar farms or how solar is a threat to farmland. And that golf club reminded me of an analysis I'd seen to the effect that in the UK, the entire space taken up by solar power is less than half the space taken up by golf courses. And that was intriguing. So I did a mini deep dive and what I found out is that that statement applies pretty much everywhere in the world. The United States, for example, has over 10,000 square kilometers of golf courses. That's more than the size of the entire country of Lebanon. Japan, Canada, the UK, Australia, Germany, France, Korea, Sweden, Scotland, and of course Singapore, all of them have vastly more space taken up by golf courses than by solar. And without wanting to spend too much time on this, because it's not the topic of today's podcast, just consider what I just said for a moment. Solar is not a threat to farmland and coexists with it perfectly fine. As a matter of fact, agrivoltaic solar is the future of solar, and that future is right now. In addition, solar power provides a far more equitable and fair service to society than do golf courses. And so on that note, I decided that I'm going to tame my anger in this episode because it's almost Christmas. And instead, what I'm going to do is take you through my curated top 10 positive climate actions in 2022. Welcome to episode 68 of the Angry Clean Energy Guy with me, Asad Razouk. I am so happy you're here. And while you're here, you may want to take a look at my book, Saving the Planet Without the Bullshit. Its global publication date was 1 December. And if you like this podcast, I think you are just going to love the book. And so, welcome once again to episode 68 of the Angry Clean Energy Guy with me, Asad Razouk. I am so happy you're here. Thank you. This year has seen a deluge of tragedies, crimes, bad news, wars, including a large-scale war in Europe, an energy crisis, cost-of-living crisis, rising inflation, people struggling to heat their homes, fuel poverty, and I could go on and on and on. However, this year has also seen a deluge of positive climate actions. And I'm going to take you through my top 10 and try and explain why that's what I selected 
out of literally dozens and dozens of positive climate actions on a weekly basis the whole year. At number 10 is an announcement at the very beginning of the year that Denmark is to make internal flights fossil-free by 2030. Now, you might be surprised that this made it into my top 10, but it did because we are talking about a super hard to decarbonize sector, and we are buried in articles that explain how air transport is super difficult to transition to zero carbon. Announcements like those made by Denmark and Sweden, by the way, Sweden's also announced plans to make its domestic flights fossil-free by 2030, call out the bullshit. These announcements call out the bullshit. We can decarbonize flight, and as a matter of fact, we've spent 40 years finding excuses not to. But now that we've focused, there are over 100 electric aircraft startups that have seen the light in just the last five years, all around the world, and they are going to deliver. That's what governments like Denmark and Sweden are counting on. And that's why the announcement that Denmark is going to make internal flights fossil-free by 2030 is my number 10 positive climate action in 2022. At number nine, it's steelmakers shifting 100% to green steel. Why? Again, steel and cement are supposed to be quasi-impossible to decarbonize. And again, we are buried with articles that say that. Yet, there's been seismic shifts in Europe in terms of the move to green steel just this year. And I'll give you just a couple of examples. German flat steelmaker Salzgitter has announced that it's going to accelerate decarbonizing its blast furnaces with what's called direct reduction plants. And it's investing 800 million euros to deliver that green steel. There's also a Nordic producer called H2 Green Steel, which is building a plant that delivers carbon-free steel by 2025. The biggest of them all, German industrial group Tyson-Krupp, is proceeding with the replacement of its coal-fueled blast furnaces in Germany with green hydrogen-powered direct reduction plants. And it's aiming to produce low to zero CO2 steel within its existing plant structure, which will require an investment of 2 billion, and it will get all this done by 2030. And these are just some of the examples. And there are others around the world. For example, Nippon Steel over in Japan has announced that it's going to deliver its first green steel from 2024 which is less than two years from now. So you can see why this is number nine in my list of the 
top 10 positive climate actions in 2022. Incredibly hard to decarbonize sectors aren't actually so hard to decarbonize after all if we see through the fog of disinformation, misinformation, and propaganda by the oil and gas industry. At number eight is a lawsuit against the board of oil company Shell. It's being sued in the UK for failing to prepare for the transition away from fossil fuels. And what's innovative is that the claim is against the company's 13 executive and non-executive board members. And it's the first ever attempt at holding a company's board of directors personally liable for failing to properly prepare for the net zero transition. And this has made it at number eight because it's a very innovative lawsuit and it potentially takes us to more promising results in terms of climate action. Because if directors think that they might be held personally liable for climate inaction, or even worse, environmental destruction, then they will scrutinize what the businesses where they're sitting on the board are doing in reality to deliver net zero or even better zero emissions plans as soon as possible. And this lawsuit is part of a much larger trend. There were 1,550 climate lawsuits worldwide last year. 1,550. They're all seeking to hold power to account. And that's governments and polluters. And no continent has been spared. Climate lawsuits are everywhere in Latin America, in Asia, in Africa, in Europe, in the United States, in Australia. And this dramatic development of actually going after directors in their personal capacity is so innovative that it's my number eight positive climate action in 2022. Number seven is the demise of the Energy Charter Treaty. Now, I had an entire podcast on this, the Energy Charter Treaty. It's episode 55 of the Angry Clean Energy Guy. And it was because the Energy Charter Treaty is a little-known, secretive, stealthy tool undermining climate action and driving billions to big oil while locking in global heating of two degrees or worse. That episode 55 is all the way back from November 2021. It's just 22 minutes, but it will tell you everything you need to know about the Energy Charter Treaty. And what happened in 2022 is that countries started taking unilateral action to exit that treaty. Netherlands exited. Then Spain exited. Poland exited. Then France exited. And Germany finally joined them in November. And because the Energy Charter Treaty is a legal structure, it's a powerful legal structure, as a matter of fact, 
designed to addict us to fossil fuels. It's a climate killer and has to go. And now it's almost gone. And that's why the demise of the Energy Charter Treaty is my number seven positive climate action in 2022. Number six is the continuing acceleration of renewables deployment worldwide. We need renewable energy to bend the curve on emissions and to make sure that we do not exceed heating levels that would literally make the planet uninhabitable for us. And what we really need is a vast acceleration of the deployment of renewable energy. It basically has to go up four times per year from where it's now in order to limit warming to two degrees over pre-industrial times. And that's why the fact that global renewables investments are up somewhere between 10 and 20% this year versus last year is number six on my top 10 positive climate actions in 2022. Number five are bans on the sale of new petrol cars announced this year. These are critical because they take away a major plank of demand for oil around the world. And 2022 was very positive from that perspective because the European Union voted to ban the sale of new petrol cars, as did California, Washington State, and New York State, and as did Hainan, for example, in China, and many others. Expect a lot more of this next year and definitely expect further acceleration in the deployment of electric cars and electric trucks and electric scooters and electric bicycles pretty much everywhere around the world. And that dent in future demand for oil, which we are beginning to see already in the car sector, is why bans on the sale of new petrol cars are number five in my top 10 positive climate actions in 2022. Number four is Germany. Germany is today in a place that was literally unimaginable a year ago from the perspective of climate action. Because after years of dragging its feet on decarbonization, Russia's war on Ukraine was such a shock to the system, such a reminder of how destructive fossil fuel-based dependencies are, that Germany was jolted into action. And I've lost track, frankly, of everything that they did this year in that regard. So I'll just give you some examples. They announced that they're going 100% renewables by 2035. I mean, that would be a massive transformation of the German economy, that alone. They then earmarked 200 billion euros to fund a green transformation. They removed impediments to a more rapid deployment of 
renewable energy. They killed the Nord Stream 2 gas pipeline. And they did much more. And the importance of Germany in the global economy and the slew of climate action that it's taken this year is the reason why Germany is number four in my top 10 positive climate actions in 2022. At number three are the voters, and specifically the voters in Australia, the voters in France, the voters in the United States, and the voters in Brazil. Time after time this year, voters, when called upon, went to the polls and voted for climate action. They did that in Australia by removing from power a notoriously fossil fuel biased government. They did that in France by re-electing President Macron. They did that in the United States by allowing the Democratic Party to hold the Senate and by limiting losses in the House. And they did that in Brazil by electing President Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva and therefore giving the Amazon a fighting chance after a deliberate campaign of Amazon destruction, literally, by former President Bolsonaro. And that's why it's the voters that are number three in my top 10 positive climate actions in 2022. Number two might be a surprising choice to some, but number two is the mandatory and absolutely groundbreaking European rules to curb deforestation, which were agreed on by the EU Parliament and member states in December this month. Now, why is that number two? There are really two major levers in fighting back against climate change. One is renewable energy and a vast acceleration in its deployment. But the other one, which is critical, is stopping and reversing deforestation. There's hardly anything going on around the world in terms of reversing deforestation that matters. There's hardly anything that makes people that look away at deforestation responsible for that. And the Europeans are the first to do something about it. And what they did is that they're bringing a new law to ensure that a set of key goods sold in the European Union can no longer contribute to deforestation. And these are the products that are primary drivers in deforestation. And so what the Europeans have done is force companies to conduct strict due diligence if they import into the European Union or export from it palm oil, cattle, soy, coffee, cocoa, timber, and rubber, as well as derived products like beef or furniture or chocolate. And they chose these commodities because of a thorough impact assessment which identified them as the main driver of deforestation 
because of the greed of some of the bad actors in the agricultural industry where deforestation occurs, Brazil, for example. And so now, companies in Europe and traders will have to prove that the products are both deforestation-free and compliant with all relevant applicable laws in force in the country of production. So the onus actually is on businesses to do something. Otherwise, businesses will face very steep and severe penalties. And this is great because it will wake up all these board members at all these businesses that were basically bringing in these goods indirectly encouraging deforestation and paying no attention to the destruction that they were leaving in their wake. And that is why the EU Parliament and member states agreeing to set mandatory rules to curb deforestation is number two in my top 10 positive climate actions in 2022. It's its global nature and its global impact that gets it to that number two ranking. And my number one positive climate action in 2022 is the Inflation Reduction Act and the CHIPS Act laws in the United States. Why? Well, the Inflation Reduction Act alone at $369 billion minimum in terms of investment is the single largest investment in climate action in U.S. history or frankly any history. I mean, that's the GDP of Norway or Nigeria going into incentivizing energy companies and public utilities to produce more solar, more wind, more green hydrogen, and to encourage manufacturers to make more renewable energy equipment, and critically, to encourage citizens to buy more electric vehicles and to electrify their homes. And that's just the Inflation Reduction Act. The CHIPS Act, which is another major piece of legislation enacted in the United States this year, directs an extra $70 billion on top of the $369 billion from the Inflation Reduction Act to clean tech and to accelerating the growth of zero-carbon industries in the United States, and frankly, not just in the United States, because what the United States does has global consequences. The Inflation Reduction Act and the CHIPS Act are such a massive victory for the climate that they really had no competition as number one on my top 10 positive climate actions in 2022. I mean, their scale and impact are breathtaking. Thank you so much for listening this far. To recap, my top 10 positive climate actions this year. Number 10, Denmark to make internal flights fossil-free by 2030. Number 9, green steel. Number 8, shell board sued on climate. Number 7, the demise of the Energy Charter Treaty. Number 6, 
the continuing acceleration of renewables deployment. Number five, bans on the sale of new petrol cars in multiple countries. Number four, Germany. Number three, the voter. Number two, mandatory deforestation rules in Europe. And number one, the one-two punch of the Inflation Reduction Act and the CHIPS Act in the United States. And on this note, I wish you and your loved ones happy holidays and a healthy, productive, and fulfilling 2023. Have a wonderful couple of weeks and see you next year. Thank you.